podcast is. Well, first of all, I'd like y'all to know that my name's Peggy Brown. I don't know what a podcast is. I would like to know, but I don't know. I think you're trying to do a voice that makes you sound like you don't know anything. But And I understand that you don't know what a podcast is, but it's kind of like a radio show that not a lot of people listen to, but it's really just for me and Bonnie mainly. So we always started off with, we started off like this. Hi, I'm Madam 36. I'm Bonnie and I'm six. And I'm Peggy Mimi 70. What did we say? 77? Mm -hmm. So this is my grandma, Peggy Brown, Loretta Brown, Nana Brown, Mimi. You have four different names. And this is Bonnie's great-grandma. My mom's mom. Why do you go by your real name's Nana, right? Yeah. Your middle name's Loretta? Yeah. How did you get Peggy? Well, my mom listened to this uh, soap opera, and the the main woman was name was Peggy, and my mom thought it was pretty, and she just named me Loretta and named me after my grandma, Nana Lavina, and she named me Nana Loretta, but she just started calling me Peggy. Hmm. I never knew that. And then we called you Mimi, the grandkids. And that's what I've always called Grandma's you. Grandma's name is uh, Mimi. Yeah, you call her Mimi, too. I think mm-hmm. the way Mimi come about is I was holding you, and I think Matt's lost and wanted to hold you, and you wanted nothing to do with him. And, and you started crying. You said, oh, Mimi, Mimi, and you're just a little, <laughs> little bitty baby, and that's what come out, Mimi. So I invented Mimi. Uh-huh. That's funny. Meme's drinking a chocolate shake we brought her from McDonald's. Um, and Meme's, we're in the Midwest City, I don't know what you call it, it's a nursing center, just yeah, to set the stage here. Or whatever. Whatever you want to call it. Um, we have a list here. We have a paper here, because we we thought of interesting questions to ask. Somebody who is 71 years older than Bonnie. So, Bonnie, do you want to read the next question? Mm-hmm. After Quest- what is a Quest- podcast? Questions for Mimi. Yep, questions for Mimi. We already got. How old are you? <clears throat> Mimi, seventy-seven. Oh. What was your <clears throat> What was your first car? <clears throat> or just the first one you remember riding in, or whatever. The first one you remember your dad, guy Stubblefield what having a pickup, fifty-something pickup, Chevrolet pickup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a Chevy pickup. Was it more of a farm truck or a get-around truck or everything? It was an everything. What's the next one, Bonnie? What games did you play? What Hop games did you Scotch? play when you were Bonnie's age? Yep, hopscotch. Hide-and-seek. Mm. We played this game. You get in, all get inside the circle, and somebody throws the basketball to hit you, and you see if you can be the last one to stay in without getting hit with a basketball. It's kind of like dodgeball. Yeah, we dodge used to play ball. that, and they don't. I'm, I like dodgeball. I bet they don't let that happen in school anymore. Hey. The real kind of dodgeball where you can hit people in faces. What hobbies did you have? <clears throat> well, I'm an actress, and I was a famous painter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never heard of you as a painter. Actually, I remember you painting. You had paintings yeah, up in your house. Little. Later, when you were already a grandma, you didn't do that when you were younger. Mm. What did you do when you were younger for a hobby? Work on the farm? Oh, we we played outside a lot. Because I was in a big family. I had seven 
there was four, but mom waited seven or eight years before she had any more than she had. That's the last four. So there were eight of you in all, there right? Eight, yeah. What's the age difference from the oldest, which was Jack? Jack, he's 17 years older than me. Mm hmm. So, so he, he would have been, yeah, 100, no, 94, I believe. Yeah. The total age range was something probably close to uh, 20 years. What's the next one, Bonnie? And I got another question about Jack, by the way, but we'll get to that one later. Go ahead. What was your first job? Anthony's clothing store. Huh. I didn't know that. Twenty-third. I figured your first job would have been well, in Stigler or something. Hop when I was in, in the summer, I'd go to Seth Pauling in Tulsa and work as car hop. Clay didn't know what a car hop was. He thought I hopped over cars. <laughs> Clay's, Clay's my uncle, I Mimi's mean, son. I mean, Ray didn't know what a car hop was. He thought I hopped over mm. cars. No, that counts. Car hop counts as a first job, if that was it. Yeah. What what place, what drive-in was this? Uh, Hamburger King. Hamburger King? In Tulsa. Nick's Hamburger King. That's awesome. Did you wear roller skates? Mm -hmm. No. Did anybody, or was that not, not a thing? Right. Not even where I was. Hmm. And I bought my own school clothes and my own class organized on one of the kids that did. Everybody else was wearing potato sacks or something. <laughs> feed sacks. Mom and Dad bought everybody else's. <laughs> I bought my own. Good for you. I worked in the summer. I'm going to make Bonnie work, uh, buy her own clothes then. <laughs> Give us that next question, Bonnie. What was... Your first movie you remember seeing? Well, that's a hard one. Probably a Roy Rogers show. Was that, how did they do these feature movies back then? Did they? Well, you know, there was two theaters in Stigler. One was the time and one was the place. Roy Rogers would be on one, Gene Autry would be on the other. Of course, I was in love with Roy Rogers, so I always went to Roy Rogers. I didn't think Gene Autry was all that good looking. <laughs> did they just play one movie or did they start it with, I think usually they had multiple no, movies going. usually a double feature. Yeah. Did they have a drive-in in your town? Yeah, we had a drive-in out west to Stigler there about six miles. And Stigler, Oklahoma is not far from Eufaula, Oklahoma, which has a our biggest lake, I think yeah. our biggest lake. But Well, you know it's the biggest man-made lake in the world. That's what they always said. I don't know. We'll have to look up the technicalities of that. I, I don't think they'd say something like that unless it was... That's been known a long time. A man-made lake, I guess, just means you've dammed off a river, yeah, right? Yeah, it wasn't natural. I'll look that up, and next time we come out, I'll let you know if there's been a new record that's beat ours. What's that next one, Bonnie? Can you read this? Well, you probably don't know that word, encounter, but... Like, you were just going to ask an easy question and say, did you have air conditioning when you were a kid? Well, okay, we'll ask that. Did you have air conditioning when you were a kid? When you were Bonnie's age? Not Bonnie's age, no. I was older than that. See, I thought you remember, or maybe I've just heard this story from other people who grew up before air conditioning was super common, and then the first time you would know that it was a thing was when you would go into like a department store or something that before houses had it. Yeah. Do you remember that? Well, and when houses first get it, got it, it would be like a window unit. Mm. You know? So this is a computer question. You were 
Okay, so you were actually an early user of computers whenever you worked at Southwestern Bell, probably before a lot of people used computers, right? What did you do at Southwestern Bell? Directory assistance, 411. And you were the lady whenever you would answer the phone. So this is when people actually had house phones plugged in the wall. Answering, we said information, but they changed it later on to directory assistance. So, so if I were to call you from my home phone plugged into the wall, if I called 411, how would you answer? Do you remember? Directory assistance. And I would say, can you look up, can you get me the number to Anthony's in Choctaw, please? Yes. If, uh, no, if it was uh, a new directory, new, in your new directory, the number is. But otherwise, during the year, it would be in your directory, the number is such and such. Did anybody ever call up and want to just talk? Lots of times. <laughs> there was one little boy on a holiday. And I guess he's by himself. And this is sounded, already sad. Sounded like Bonnie Sage, maybe. And he'd call all day long and say, Operator, I'm sorry you have to work on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Do you even know what this means, Bonnie? Like Mimi yeah. was an operator in an office and people all around the city would call this number and Mimi would have to answer to help them you find... You like at the telephone company. She doesn't know what that is. You don't we don't even have a house phone. We only have these cell phones now and you don't call. You just oh, look up the number goodness. on the internet now. Oh, wow. So the kid said, sorry, you have You're to work. you a space age kid. Yeah. Well, and I'm I, sorry. I think it sounded like a little kid that was by himself all day to me. He needed a playmate instead yeah. of calling the operator. Here's something Bonnie might think is kind of funny. I remember Mimi had probably 10 different wigs in her house. And to get ready for work, I believe you used to just throw on a wig, right? Made it pretty handy, especially when you worked six days a week and had kids. They were all highly stylized 70s wigs too, beehives. Oh yeah, I was best up a dressed operator in the company. I got to go do the doctor's convention, and the chief operator said, because I dressed so nice. You did. You were a, a fashion fanatic. Yeah. Okay. We already asked how many brothers and sisters you had, but about Jack, your oldest, you've always told me that Jack. How did Jack die? We own Oh, okay. So how did? Jack died. Jack was in the infantry in the army. That's a foot soldier. And the Battle of the Bulge was the most famous move, most famous battle in World War II, which was the biggest war we've ever had. And uh, flying shrapnel, that's metal from bullets, hit him is all we know about it and killed him. We don't know if he's killed instantly or lived a while or what. And that battle spanned over Christmas, so being in western Germany was just deep, deep, deep snow, right? That's what I understood. They said, I remember as a child hearing three foot of snow. Mm -hmm. That's deep. I did a quick look at it over Wikipedia, and so for one, it was the, I believe this was the highest casualty of U.S. troops in one battle, yeah. and also this was one of the very last battles of the war, too. Yeah, the larger battles. I think so. 
So I thought that that's worth mentioning because that's an important thing for a relative to have done. But our last question will will end on a lighter note. So the last. Wait, wait, wait. Tell us about Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond? Well, I first met Neil Diamond. Here we go. Actually, have I ever met Neil Diamond? I think you met his brother is the closest you ever got to meeting oh, yeah, Neil Diamond. I've talked to him for a while. But, well, Neil Diamond's the greatest that ever lived in the entertainment world and probably mm-hmm. the greatest that ever will live. <laughs> He's the greatest, number one. Don't ever forget that, Mommy. That's important. Mimi has always been, there's no better word than obsessed with Neil Diamond for as long as I remember. Well, let's put it this way. Mimi knows the best when she hears mm-hmm. it. He's great. I'm not arguing that. Oh, oh, your daddy liked Neil Diamond. D. Diamond, he called him. He always wanted to go see D. Diamond. She means I was slightly brainwashed. <laughs> well, I just mentioned it. He took it from there. Meme always had posters, T-shirts, uh, the tour concert programs, LPs, tapes, CDs, everything. The whole house, leather jackets, jean jacket with the custom-painted Neil Diamond on the back of it. The whole house just had Neil Diamond paraphernalia laying around all my life, but... Yeah, he liked it. Maybe we'll play some Neil Diamond on the way home. I don't know if Bonnie... Uh, you got Neil Diamond tapes? I can pull them up on the oh, phone. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. anytime I want. Any Neil Diamond song, I can pull it up. I bet she'd like Song Sun Blue. I think you're right. Good we'll pull that one up. I think no. she'd like that. No. Let's well, play it right you now. You just listen and tell me later if you didn't like it or not. Next time we come in, we'll let you know if we like it or not. That's all the questions we had written down, Meme. We were just wanting to know a little bit about small town Oklahoma growing up from a 77-year-old you didn't lady. ask my horse's name. Well, that was my next question, is if you wanted to oh, tell us what we forgot. Nubbin. Because it bit an appendage off oh, somebody? Oh, yeah, and I have to ask my daddy about that. He ain't here no hmm. more. Anything else neat or novel about growing up? In uh, Stigler, Oklahoma, it's just a slower pace back then, huh? Yeah, and you appreciated things more, I think, like getting to go to town only on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's eight miles out of town. But we had a movie theater three miles away. The Stigler movie company came out on Friday night, showed a couple of a double features, and... I happen to have a horse, so I just get on my old horse and go up the movie. You rode a horse I, to the movie theater? Yeah, I tie him up the fence. He's <laughs> staying there till you get out. <laughs> he wasn't going to go nowhere without you. <laughs> just a dream world. That's so awesome to think about. Yeah, when you grow up in the country, way out of town, you're always looking for something to do, you know. Mimi shot guns a lot for fun, I bet. Oh, yeah, I'll probably outshoot half the men this more than half in this city. I could. I could. Probably. Thank you, Meme, for doing this interview with us, and we'll come see you again. And right now, we're going to listen to a little bit of Song Sung Blue by Neil Diamond. Song Sung Blue Everybody knows one Song Sung Blue Every garden grows one You seriously don't like it. What's wrong with it? 
No, you're just saying that, so I'll stop asking. Is there any... What's wrong with it? The way he looks? No! <laughs> oh. Um, here we go. Sing it with me. Song, song, blue, weeping like a willow. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Sing it. Song, song, blue, sleeping on my pillow. If there's one cult I've been raised in, it's the cult of Neil Diamond. But you can sing it with a cry in your voice. It's New Year's Eve. It's about 7 o'clock. I'm talking loudly over Neil Diamond playing on YouTube on the laptop. And Bonnie and I are playing a little game called Uno. Uno. And uh, it's always one of my favorite card games that Mimi always had in the end table next to her couch that she always had Neil Diamond CDs and all other paraphernalia <laughs> stored into. So what better game to play after an interview with Mimi? We'll see you all in 2018, okay guys? We love you very much. Go check out Spotify. Listen, search Neil Diamond Classics, The Early Years. You will not regret it. Um, anything you want to say to the listeners? I w wish everyone happiness. That is the sweetest thing I've ever heard. All right, later. See you in 2018.